With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Ladies and gentlemen, yes, it is I, Rob Zakari. This is the Rob Zakari Show. We are live once again on this glorious day. And that is February uh, 23rd. Yeah, I think it's 23rd. Uh, 2017. Yes, we did not have a show yesterday. I know that bums a lot of you out. And I'm sorry. I had to do um, business slash doctor stuff. That's what I had to do yesterday, which then bled over to today. Had doctor's appointment with the baby today. Everything's good. Everything checks out. He gained uh, a pound and four ounces since last week to today. Yes, a pound and four ounces. He was underweight before. And then they gave us formula. And we started interchanging formula, breast milk. And now he's rocking and rolling. So, everything's good there for those of you who care. Business-wise, last night was a success. And here we are today, bringing you another topic that involves (laughs) some form of (laughs) man-on-man action. It involves something, all right? That's all I'm going to say. It involves something. Remember, uh, was it uh, Tuesday? It was the big uh, Milo bit. We opened the show Tuesday with Milo. It was about a 40-minute bit on Milo and about uh, gay sex between um, uh, adult gay men and (laughs) 13 and 14-year-old young boys. And then I, the gay community, West Hollywood, (laughs) it was a very gay segment. I had to wash the gay off me after we got got done. Ay, ay, ay. And here we are back with more gay. Actually, I had a, I got a, I I got a double dose of gay because yesterday on top of, uh, business stuff in the morning I got my hair cut I don't know if you can tell those of you who are listening to the radio you can tune in to I think what is it yeah we're on Periscope so you can see the new do so take a look at my new do I got the I got the haircut and if you listen to the show Tuesday you know my hairdresser is super gay (laughs) he's like he's like you got gay and then you got super gay. <laughs> He's on the super gay side. So uh, 
we were talking about politics and so forth and so on because what's funny is he's a Trump supporter. And I go, J.O., you got to you gotta come on my show. He's like, I'd love to come on the show and I'll just I'll talk about gays that support. <laughs> he's, he's real gay. And so going from Tuesday and discussing Milo and um, that gay talk to yesterday and that gay talk, and now we're back <laughs> to discuss trannies. So let's discuss trannies. Can we discuss trannies? Since that's the big topic. Um, when did trannies, when did the term she-male, um, when did the term um, dudes with boobs, when did all of them become transgender? I know dudes and boobs is, is a... Is a Slang. So let's just stick with tranny and shemale. When did tranny and shemale turn into transgender? Did this happen when affirmative action turned into diversity? Did this just happen in the last years? Two, three, four, five under Obama, eight. Along with fat shaming, safe spaces. One of these days, we're going to have to do a whole list of words that mean the exact same as words from 10 years ago. Or pre-Obama, and then Obama. Call it pre-O, right? Pre-O. P-O, so you got uh, the P-O era, and then the O era. That's how we have to frame it. And the transgender thing kind of just creeped up just kind of creeped up it was almost like I woke up one morning not <laughs> no not with it not with a transgender but like I woke up and then tranny shemale became transgender and it was all about the mind it was all about what you feel and what you identify. This is kind of weird. How did this happen? This definitely goes against science, goes against logic, goes against reality. Now, I know this is a topic that people kind of tread lightly on, because if you... Uh, Talk too harsh, you're labeled homophobic, anti-gay uh, rights. So you have to, or at least in the mainstream world, 
you have to deal with it very cautiously. You have to deal with it very cautiously. But this is a very, very complex issue. And I really feel that way because the whole notion of identifying as a woman or identifying as a man is a very, very slippery slope. And what I mean by that is by just saying, I'm a woman. I identify as a woman. So in turn, I want all the rights and all the privileges that are afforded to a woman. In theory... If we're going along with the concept of identifying, that can be done. And while we're at it, if one identifies as black, if one identifies as Native American, using the politically correct term, Indian, if one identifies and you can identify as a woman and a man and be afforded the rights, privileges, and everything that goes along with identifying as that group, then that Pandora's box is open to someone who goes, well, Uh, I was raised in the south side of Chicago. My mom abandoned me. Never knew who my dad was. So this wonderful black family took me in. Yes, I am white. I have blonde hair and I have blue eyes. But I identify as black because since the age of four, only family I have ever known has been the Jackson family or the Washington family or the Obama family. Their cousins are my cousins. Their grandparents are my grandparents. I am that family. So in turn, I identify as a black American. Now, you know and I know. That that individual would be run out of town. Matter of fact, it already happened. That already happened. Remember Rachel Do- Dozier? Dachau? However you say her last name? Remember what? Two years ago? 
She got outed. She was a white woman working for the NAACP. She had tanned her skin to a point where she had a dark shade to her. We're not talking about straight-up blackface. We're not talking about straight-up soul man or Tropic Thunder. But she had a, 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 a dark tint to her. She curled her hair as to create the appearance of a bit of an afro or white woman is married or has uh, a boyfriend and they have a child, that child, if it's a girl, might have curly some would say frizzy hair. And so this Rachel Dojel lived her life as a black woman. Now She wasn't getting grant money. She wasn't uh, reaping uh, the rewards or the benefits by representing herself as a black woman. Rather, it was grants or things of that nature. Scholarship funds. Matter of fact, she was working for the NAACP, volunteering and doing stuff to help the advancement of black folk. So she wasn't necessarily taking. Now, I don't know who outed her. It was a family member. But they outed her. And they said, this girl's not black. She doesn't even have a black family member. She doesn't even come from a a black dad or a black mom. She's straight up white. Just straight up. She's imitating a black person. She's imitating a black person. She's not identifying, she's imitating a black person. This girl was literally crucified. Crucified. From talk show to radio show, newspapers, internet, they crucified her. And she even said, well, you know, I, 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 I've been with black people all my life. I feel the closest to them. I, I identify. And people went, you can't do that. You can't identify as a black person. You are white. And you trying to change your appearance to say you're black is offensive. It's degrading. I mean, come up with 
any horrific word you can imagine, and that's what they hurled at this girl. Now, how is this girl any different than somebody that says, you know, my name is Bob. Growing up, I didn't have a dad. Or let's just give it the perfect nuclear family. Growing up, my mom and dad wanted me to play football. They played baseball. They wanted me to do all of the boy slash man things or what society deems as a boy man thing. But I just wasn't into it. I, I didn't feel comfortable. I, I like to play with dolls. I like to learn how to bake cookies. I, I don't know. I know I'm coming up with a cliche girl slash woman things, but I'm just trying to um, prove a, a point or, or make you think because these are things that you don't hear on the mainstream TV cable shows or the mainstream talk radio shows or the mainstream websites. You might get a little taste of it. It's a smidgen from a few scattered hosts. But by and large, you never have somebody breaking down this concept of identifying in this way. So here's this boy slash guy and he says I didn't want to do baseball I didn't want to do football I didn't want to do the traditional boy man things I wanted to do the traditional girl woman things so then I started to wear my sister's clothes or my mother's clothes and I felt comfortable in doing that I wore makeup I slowly made myself as best as I could not look like a boy slash man. Because I identified with a girl slash woman more than a boy. And over the years, that is how friends of mine and family members treated me. Bob was no longer alive. Barbarina took the place of Bob.
So in turn, when I register for a driver's license, when I register for a student loan, when I play women's or men's or sports as a whole, I apply for women's sports. Now, this is no different than if I say I identify as black. And the concept that I laid out is the exact same concept I laid out that Rachel Dozier was doing. So, how the F, and I mean F, did this become something that is now a thing? This, this is now something that is a political thing. Now I get in the grand scheme, as long as position is a position that is shared across the liberal Hollywood Democrat progressive sphere, it's always, always going to get pushed as something normal, pushed as something that's acceptable, And any nuances where you say, yeah, but what if somebody else does the same thing as it pertains to black, as it pertains to old, as it pertains to Chinese, Native American, and it gets swept aside as, no, that's, come on, you're just... Nonsense. You're that's non. So I get it. As long as that institution or the institutions back this position, it is everything that is normal, and any complications that arrive from it get swept under the rug. But there really is serious complications and ramifications and consequences if this notion of just identifying as a man or a woman is something that is acceptable by law. And it has nothing to do with being anti-gay. Absolutely nothing. Nothing. But just arbitrarily saying, 
I identify as a man is a slippery slope that if it is accepted, then there's no reason that I can't say I identify as a Native American. So in turn, I want to be able to open an Indian casino. I want to be afforded all of the grants and all of the things that are associated with Native Americans. So if I'm looking in government grant books and it says, well, uh, Native Americans qualify for X, Y, well, I identify as a Native American. And who's to say that's wrong? Who's to say that is wrong? Is there a guideline? Does it say that I have to wear a pelt? I have to wear fur and moccasins and show up to the I identify as a Native American uh, uh, test, stupid bolo tie that they wear. And, of course, Philip Rivers does, too. With some arrowhead, is that, is that, is that I got to show? Do I have to show up in full costume and go, how? What's the guideline? What's the rules? Because as of right now, as far as the Democrats, as far as the media, as far as Hollywood, all I have to do is grow my hair long, put some makeup on, throw on a dress, and go, I just want to tell everybody, that I've been that I've been trapped in a man's body for the last 43 years of my life and it's become too much it's become too much and I am now coming out I am now being true to myself. I identify with a beautiful woman, and her name is Roberta. I am Roberta. End of story. End of story. And the media, the Democrats, Hollywood, progressives, liberals go, okay, hey, you're Roberta. And then I could go and soak up whatever is out there that's offered. I can go to a, 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 right down the street, there's a gym. It's a great gym called Total Woman. It's a woman's gym. That's what it is. It's a woman's gym. And I'm not talking perverted stuff, okay? I'm not even talking about guy in a dress. 
goes into a woman's locker room, gets off on watching girls change. Even though that is something that can happen, you know what? Let's put it on the side. But Total Woman's Gym. I'm going to go to Total Woman's Gym. I'm going to get the benefits of that all-woman's gym. I'm going to look for small business loans that are catered to women. I'm going to go to women focus groups. I am going to soak up everything I can that is currently offered to a woman. If I know there's a business field that is lacking women, and that happens. Sorry, guys, but it happens. There are professional industries. I mean, you can never have enough nurses. Now, I know there's male nurses. Okay, I'm not being so old school. But for the most part, nursing is a woman's dominated profession. Rochester, New York, you have women high schools. Mercy, all-woman high school. You have all-women colleges. I mean, you have segregation that goes on that involves women. And I'm going to pursue careers and jobs and benefits that are offered to women. Some of those things are not solely offered to women. But if at the end of the day, I know a certain profession or a certain corporation is looking to fill, because remember, diversity, they're looking to fill a certain amount of positions with women, then I'm going to go and put my name in that hat. And the same goes for black. The same goes for Asian. Same goes for Latino. Same goes for age. I'm going to go into Denny's. I'm going to say to the waitress, yeah, uh, I'd like to get that uh, uh, dinner special and uh, on this side of the menu. Uh, Excuse me, sir, but that's for senior citizens. Yeah, and uh, sir, I know you're on the older side, but you definitely don't look 55. Uh, I identify not at 55, but I identify at 63. Okay? I identify at 63. If you knew the life 
and the struggles I have had, you'd be thinking I'm 100, but we'll just stay at 63. Uh, Sir, but you're not 63. Uh, Yes, I am. I identify at 63. Excuse me, sir, but you're not. Can I see your license? Yeah, fine. Here, look. Take a look. Sir, you're not 63. You're 43. I identify as 63. Do I, do I have to file a lawsuit against Denny's? That backwards. Next time you go to the movies. Yeah, how you doing? Uh, I like, uh, let's see, one adult and uh, one child. Uh, excuse me, sir, where's the child? I know the woman. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm the child. Uh, excuse me, sir? What, do you, excuse, what, did you fart? No, well, no, sir. You said you're the child? Well, it says child. Is anyone under 12? Yes, sir, but what do you mean? I identify as an 11-year-old boy. Excuse me, sir? Well, there is no excuse me. I identify as an 11-year-old boy. Do I have to sue Lowe's? Is that what I have to do? Do, do I have to sue this establishment? Who are you to say I can't identify as an 11-year-old boy. Now, I know some of you are sitting there saying, Rob, this is way over the top. But it really isn't. Because if it's all about identifying and people being outraged because the Trump administration said, hey, listen, you know what, schools, if you want to have a person that says I identify as a woman use the woman's bathroom play on the woman's volleyball team do everything in your school that is for women fine that's up to you but we the federal government are not going to force you To play along with the bizarre, slippery slope of a charade. And that's all the Trump administration did. That's all they did. It's up to the states. And if the states want the schools to adhere... To the concept of, well, I identify as a girl, so in turn, I'm using this girl's bathroom. I'm playing on this girl's volleyball team. Man, let let, let me tell you something. I wish, I wish I could be in a... A, a age machine, not a time machine, 
because the time machine won't work because we, we were a little more sane 20, 30 years ago when I was in high school. Just an age machine. For one week, I wish I could be 17 years old but have the mind that I have now. But I wish I could be 17 years old, be back in Rochester, New York, for one week. That's it. I mean, me and my girl talk about this all the time. I mean, she's younger than me. Okay, I got lucky. I got a hot, young girl. I did. I, I, I lucked out. And I'm not even a billionaire. All right? I'm not even a billionaire. I got, I got lucky to find a, a hot young girl who fell in love with, a, with, with an older, douchey guy, okay? Now, some of these analogies don't apply to her because when she was in high school, smartphones were around and things of that nature. But we still joke and laugh, and I say, man, I wish when I was in high school there were smartphones, we, we had nothing. I had a phone that was in a bag that was in the car, okay? That was the cell phone. And then it didn't come out until I think I was 17. And then there were brick phones. But this is similar. In the sense, I wish I was 17. I was at Bishop Kearney High School. And on Monday... I'd hang out in the woman's locker room and say, what's up, girls? What's up, ladies? And they'd be like, Rob, what are you doing? I'm like, what do you mean? I'm changing. Take off my pants, let my big ding-dong hang out. And they'd be like, okay. Well, I identify as you. What are you talking about, baby? I'd sit right now. I'd sit next to this girl, Bobby Joe Pearlie. I'd sit right next to her. What's up? She'd, well, you'd watch her. She'd be like, what do you get? Your, you're sitting here naked with your ding-dong out. I'd be like, what do you, let's change. Let's get naked. Now, I suspect there will be some smart-ass kids that do this. I would suspect there will be some smart... Well, well, there would have been. And we don't know how this is going to turn out because in theory, how everybody's acting... It's kind of moot because a judge in Texas already halted the Obama executive action or whatever the hell he did when he sent the letter and told schools that they had. Because that's what the Obama administration did. They sent letters and told all the schools that they had to let a transgender boy or girl use whatever bathroom that they identify with. 
compete in sports that they identify with. Basically, those schools had to. Even if they didn't believe in it. Even if they went out and actually got some doctors, scientists, and said, hey, man, isn't this like a mental thing? How are we supposed to make policy based on a mental thing? Because, guys, you know this is a mental thing. So you won't hear that on mainstream television or radio. You can't say it, but it's a mental thing. And I know, I know, what they're trying to do is basically slide the whole transgender thing in with being gay. Because there's no uh, DNA or gene that says you're gay. And yet, if you say it's a mental thing, you, you forget about it. You can't say it's a mental thing with gay. You're born with it. You're, it's you are. You came out of the womb. It's it's something biological. Even though there's no gay gene, it's absolutely no gay gene. That that's a fact. I don't care what. But let's put it this way. You know how liberals like to say ninety nine point nine percent of scientists out there. Say climate change is real. Well, guess what? This is one of those issues that they can't wave their finger and go, 99.9% of scientists and doctors say there is a gene, there is DNA makeup that makes you gay, that makes you transgender. Because there's not. Does not. They've just made it where you're ostracized if you say, "Yo, man, being gay is like a whole mental thing." There, there, you weren't born that way. Yo, you, what do you do? You're on the radio. You're fired. Go tell that to my my best friend's kid. He's gay. Uh, okay, I'll, I'm just stating a fact, my friend. I'm just stating. Rather, it's John Hopkins. Or some other big medical institutions. Nobody has went through a gay, deceased brain, paired it with a a heterosexual brain. Nobody sat there and went, ah, look. Look, see right there? Gay. And now take a look at this brain. Gay. Take a look at this brain. Gay. Take a look at the... Uh, chemical makeup of this person from head to toe, DNA, everything. And you see what's similar. Oh, that little widget. Yeah. And you know what else is similar? What? All gay. They all live lives of uh, gay men and women. (gasps) Oh, my God. So when you're born... The doctor can go in with a scan and find... This has never happened. It doesn't happen. It doesn't exist. doesn't exist. 
So all the liberals, media, everybody that believes in the 99.9% climate change doctors can't produce the 99.9% doctor, scientists, biological physicists that could come out and say there's gay genes, there's, there's, there's transgender genes. It's, all, it's, 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 a, it's something in the head. It's like someone that's bipolar, someone that has clinical depression. Uh, so it, it, there's something in the brain. That's all. Not saying it's a, a, def, a deficiency. Not saying someone's mental, like they're retarded or anything like that. But there's nothing biological. There's nothing in our DNA. But you want to know what's in our DNA? You want to know what's biological? If you're a man or if you're a woman. Real simple. Real simple. And what Obama did was he said, hey, you schools that have doctors and scientists and people that go, no, you're, you're a man or you're a woman. If you want to pretend you're a woman or you want to pretend you're a man, okay, that's fine. But you're not going to be treated as a woman or a man in the sense of, oh, you want to use this bathroom because it's for women? Oh, and you're pretending to be a woman? Okay. Oh, you want this, uh, you know, uh, uh, high school football team or baseball team or field hockey or, or volleyball? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Because you, I de- Oh, you want to participate in something that's only for women? Yeah, no, no, no. And Obama said, yes, you do. That liberal agenda, that, that media, the progressive, yes, you do. You have to do it. So all Trump, and let me reverse. So it got appealed to a judge in Texas. And the Texas judge said, no, 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 no. You can't do this. So now what's been going on is there's court cases that are making its way through the circuit courts. And there's going to be one that's heard by the Supreme Court. Supreme Court's going to hear a case on this very issue, so to speak. And by trying to pin the whole same-sex discrimination and, and, and uh, this is based off of that rule, really falls into the category of slippery slope. So all the Trump people did was said, you want to forget that letter. Forget that letter. Leave it up to the states. Hey, states, if, if you want to do this, if you want to go against science, go ahead. And ultimately, it's going to work its way through the courts. 
And if the Supreme Court says, okay, by simply saying, I am a woman, so now I get all of these things as a woman, the Supreme Court says, that's okay, then that will be the law of the land. And you will see pandemonium breaking out all across this nation. And that's why, as liberal as that court has become on some of these types of issues, I do not believe that they will side with the whole identify means that's who you are. Because then you will see other court cases that are going to make its way through that have guys and girls, guys and women, using the concept of I identify. You're going to see white people, black people, Latino people, Native American people. You're going to see people using the concept of I identify. If I identify as a woman and I break the law, can I go to a woman's prison? Can I go to a woman's prison? And if you want to take the perv factor that we've taken out, because the minute you start bringing that up, the media, liberals, there hasn't been one case. Regardless if there's one case, no cases. And that's not true because there's been some cases of people being busted. But let's take that perv element and put it back in. Why can I not identify? Because everybody always says, well, you know, you, you wear a dress. What's to prevent a guy from wearing a dress? See, to me, that's taking it to the comic book stratosphere because you don't have to do that. You don't have to do that. There is no guideline that says if you're going to identify as such, you then have to wear a costume of that individual. So if I want to identify as black, that doesn't mean I have to put blackface on and an afro or a fade or whatever. I just have to say, I identify. And the same thing with man and woman. I don't have to put on a, a dress and makeup and go, I identify as a woman. I just got to walk into a woman's bathroom. I got to walk into a woman's locker room. I got to walk into wherever women are 
a, a, a woman's bathroom in a restaurant. Go to a club. Post up in the woman's bathroom. What's up, ladies? What do you do? I identify as a woman. I identify as a woman. What's your, what, what's your problem, honey? What's your problem? I identify as a woman. That's it. End of story. Now, go do your business. Go, do, go drop a, a deuce. Don't worry about me. I'm relaxing. I got a little agita. I feel like I might puke. So I'm just posted up. Just do your business. Don't worry about it. Just, just don't worry about Where are you going? Where are you going? I mean, if we're going to play that game, then let's play that game. Why should you have to wear a dress? Why should you have to wear makeup? Just say, I identify as a woman. How do you prove that I'm wrong? How do you pr- how? You see the slippery slope? Do, do you see this problem that we have? Do you see it? Rob, you're just talking as of someone who's extreme. This is just an extreme position. Well, it's no, hey, listen, that position, if you wanted to flip it and just throw immigration on there, why are all of you on the left crying about uh, the new immigration guidelines? Well, because it says... Anybody that's committed a crime, that means what's a crime? If I get into a a, a traffic light, I'm going to get deported? Well, no. It's violent. Yeah, but the way the law reads, I could be deported by just a traffic stop, a a traffic infraction. Well, you can't be so hysterical. And taking something that would be very extreme and act like, well, that's the norm. But when I say, well, I'll just walk into that bathroom as me. And if somebody complains, I identify and tell me, oh, you're just taking that to the extreme. That's that's insane. That's nobody would do. That's just it's the, it's the same thing. And I've always said this. Liberals want it both ways. That they, they live to have things both ways. They live to have things both ways. Is this going to be a big Pandora's box when the Supreme Court rules? Who knows? But if I was 17 years old right now, I'd be, I would be rolling. I, I, would, I would today be, I identify as a woman, my name is Roberta. My name is Roberta. F you. F you. Especially, well, like I said, now 
the schools that know enough, you know, that, that know better, that they're not going to let that happen. But the ones like out here in California, they're like, we're going to go against Trump. We're going to, oh man, if I was living in California, I'm in the girl's bathroom. I'm identifying as Roberta. I'm going for the girls' volleyball team. I'm doing all these things just to be a prick. I am, because they can't tell me I'm not allowed. If I'm white, I'm identifying as black. I'm, I'm looking for whatever grants. I'm looking for, I'm looking for whatever edge. Whatever they give to, and I'm, I'm, identif- I'm identifying as a black woman. That's what I'm doing. My, I'm, my, I'm identifying as Shaniqua. That's what I'm. I'm Shaniqua Zakari. I'm a black Italian woman. That's what I am. And they're gonna go. Uh, this is kind of strange. And I'll be like, what? What you talking about? What's so strange? Uh, well, um, just last week, uh, you were Robert Zakari. She. Well, I'm I'm Shaniqua. I'm Shaniqua Zakari. I realized that I've been living. I've been living the life of a crusty. A crusty, crusty, mayonnaise Italian. I've always been Shaniqua. I've always been Shaniqua. And I'm just letting my freak fly. That's all. You want to see me twerk? You want to see it? Mm, I'll twerk it. What are they going to do? What are they going to do? They're gonna, what are they going to do? Uh, sorry, Mrs. Akari, we're gonna uh, suspend you. Why are you gonna suspend me? Well, what you do, you 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 can't. You this is wrong. And I would say, really? Well, how am I any different than the dude that's in the next class that says his name is Clara? Well, Mrs. Akari, look, look, he's wearing a dress. He's got lipstick on got a, a, a push-up bra. And I'd say, oh, okay. So am I supposed to put blackface on? Go get some, some dress from, uh, I, I don't know, the Beyonce collection? Is, is that what I'm supposed to do? Put on a big old afro like Macy Gray from Training Day? Is that what I'm supposed to do? Uh, no, Ms. Well, what, what, that's what you're saying. You're saying Derek in the next classroom can be Jane because he's wearing a costume to look like Jane. Well, no, Mrs. Kelly, you're, you're, you're wrong. That, he, it's not that. Well, then, if that's not it, why can I not be Shaniqua? Why? I identify. It's Rob Zakari. It's Rob Zakari show. And I'm identifying right now that we're going to take a break. The yes, I am. I'm identifying it. 
I'm identifying. We're going to take a break, and we'll be back after these fascinating words from Baked Alaska. Yeah. Build a wallet, she's got ten feet higher Build a wallet, she's got ten feet strong Build a wallet, she's got ten feet higher And build and build and build and just build a wall Build and build and build and just build a wall I just wanna make America great about, well, it's bullying, and, and this has nothing to do with children being beaten up. Listen, it doesn't matter if you're a, a, a tranny, doesn't matter if you're straight, doesn't matter if you're gay, doesn't matter if you're black, it doesn't matter if you're white, doesn't matter if you're Chinese. If you're getting beaten up at school, it's wrong. End of story. End of story. End of story. That there, there, there is no special magic protection based on uh, a bathroom or being able to play women's sports or guys' sports. If you're being beaten up, it's wrong. If there's a little boy or a little girl and two, three girls or two, three boys are kicking and punching them, do you walk by and go, ah, it's a straight girl or it's a straight boy, eh, part of being a kid. 
And then if you go by a, a tranny who's getting beaten up, you're like, oh, my God, call the cops. We got to stop it. I mean, that's horrible. doesn't matter what child you have, who it is, anybody that's getting bullied, harassed, beaten up, it has to stop. That's why I always laugh when, when, when it comes to discrimination or, or uh, uh, you know, racism and, and when somebody denounces it or, 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 or and, and doesn't include a certain group or doesn't uh, highlight a, a certain group. And people go, oh, that's, that's, it's like, well, but I said it's, it's all wrong. Yeah, but you, you should have preferent. Why? It's all wrong. So it's all bad. Why? Well, yeah, but. There, no, there is no but. What do we have to like group? Which, which, which one is, 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 is picked on worse? Meaning, well, that group, if they get picked on or they get singled out or they get excluded, we'll let that slide. These ones, this group, we're going to, it's just ludicrous. Absolutely ludicrous. Absolutely ludicrous. So there's my finish on that. The whole trying to tie it in when Hollywood and the media try to tie this into, well, there goes protection for our children. There goes protection for the the, the trans kid. What, what are you talking about? What what are you were you stupid? And maybe we'll talk. I, I don't know if we'll talk more about it. We're just gayed out. Between Tuesday and today, I've had my fix on on gayness, okay? I've had my, I've had my, I've had my fix on gayness. All right. So I want to talk again because they're not letting it die, okay? They're not letting it die. And that's the obsession, and I and I don't know why they're not letting it die, because it's not working. And no matter what poll they want to throw up there, whether it's uh, Rasmussen, uh, Quimbiac, CNN, at the end of the day, the media is not only biased, they try to uh, uh, create a narrative for their group, which is the Democrats, liberals, progressives. So when they keep going, with this concept that Trump, in his reference of the fake news media and talking about the enemy of the American people, and this narrative of Trump 
is condemning the media. And uh, this is uh, the start of a dictatorship. And uh, what he's doing is horrible. Once again, everybody seems to be missing that Trump said the fake news media, in parentheses, failing New York Times, NBC News, ABC, CBS, and CNN. He didn't say, hey, the war reporter who was killed in Bosnia trying to bring truth to the city. He wasn't talking about that guy. And to watch people like Chris Cezilla at the fix, this liberal douchebag, and I mean douchebag to the highest degree, try to do stories and say, so this is the media that Trump is saying is an enemy of the American people? And then go, this woman, who is the editor of this particular section of the Washington uh, you know, Post, has four kids, and, and these types of, they are. Or when they list different reporters that were killed, whether it was Foley a few years ago, by ISIS. And say these. Are the men and women that Trump. Are saying. Has a brain meeting. And I reread. The tweet. The fake news media. The failing New York Times, NBC News, ABC, CBS, and CNN is not my enemy. It is the enemy of the American people. And most educated people, okay, individuals who are not low-information voters understand exactly Exactly what Trump meant. Now, let me give you an example. Okay? And we talked about this Tuesday. Remember the piece that came out in the Washington Post about Edward Price? Okay? Remember the piece the Washington Post printed, and it was a big deal. Remember I talked about how for a low-information voter, someone who doesn't do any other news searches except CNN, Washington Post, New York Times, they read this article, and they went, oh, wow. Here's the CIA guy 
that left because he can't stand Trump and Trump is bad for the intelligence community. And he served with Republicans and Democrats and oh my. And remember, we talked about how it was a pretty damning article. And if you didn't know better, you would say, huh, this is some heavy stuff. CNN had this guy on their network. I don't know if it was uh, uh, Tapper or, uh, or, or, or one, you know, one of them. Could have been Keeler or, or the other dummy. <laughs> the, other, the other that's on there. But this guy was on CNN. And CNN never talked about the guy's history. So I think it was the Washington uh, Free Beacon. It was either them or the Daily Caller. Not real sure which one. It might have been uh, the Beacon. But they printed a story and broke down the ties that this price guy had with the Hillary Clinton campaign and his ties to the Obama administration and the fact that the guy was Ben Rhodes' right-hand man. And this article brought up a New York Times article that talks about what this Edward Price did in the Obama administration. So once you read this article, and it breaks down the money he gave to Hillary Clinton's campaign, and it breaks down how him and Ben Rhodes were, you know, using their contacts and their sources to push the Iran deal. Once you read this article, you went, man. This guy is a partisan government hack. He didn't quit because of Trump being Trump. It was ridiculous. The the, the guy was a Hillary Clinton supporter. The guy is an Obama supporter. I mean, if you are passionate about Obama... There's no way you would work for a guy who terrorized Obama for his birth certificate for four years. If you did, you'd be a real low-life scumbag. So this article that the Washington Post wrote you you read it and went, wow, this guy, you know, he it's not about politics to him. He has no dog in the fight. He's worked for Bush. He, he worked for Obama. 
He's just a CIA guy that loves his country. But Trump is just, he's just, he's not good. He's, but that's not the case. The guy's partisan. So this article in the Beacon outlines this. So then you go, wow, the Washington Post totally, totally played fake news. Totally played fake news. Because here's the out that you'll hear Chris DeZilla and Don Lemon and Hack Tapper. Here's their out. Or here's how they play the fake news. Their definition of fake news is a story or a website with the goal in mind to perpetrate a fraud on the viewer or reader. To purposely create a story. A create information that they know is not true. They say fake news is. When a reporter or a journalist or a network or a paper gets a story wrong, they just made a mistake. The journalist made a mistake. And that's different than willfully creating a story with intent to deceive someone. So that's their out. But ladies and gentlemen, it doesn't hold water because the Washington Post knew that this Edward Price was intricately intertwined in the inner workings of the Obama administration. He wasn't some data analyst at the CIA. He wasn't just some guy that no one knew that punched his time clock in and out. He didn't care about who was president. He didn't care about the politics. All he cared about is CIA work and being a great patriot. And when Trump came into office, all of that threw out the window because for the first time in his life, he was affected by the President of the United States. Dory that they tried to paint. That's the story that CNN tried to paint. They knew full well that Edward Price was intricately intertwined in the Obama administration And was under Ben Rhodes. I mean, basically, this guy, Edward Price, was Ben Rhodes' right-hand man. Matter of fact, if something happened to Ben Rhodes, Edward Price 
would take his position. So the Washington Post left that out. Why did they leave that out? Because if they put that information in there, the story would not have the same impact. The narrative would not be the same. They knew this Edward Price gave money to Hillary Clinton. If they're reporters, a a, a quick, quick looking up the campaign contributions, quick, I mean, it would have took 20 minutes, tops, to find out that Edward Price donated $5,000 to Hillary Clinton and the Democrat Party. And they neglected to give the readers that information. So they never put all of this stuff in their story and instead... It was about Edward Price, CIA number cruncher that was so appalled by Donald Trump that he just had to quit. That's fake news. Because if all of this information would have come out, this wouldn't have been a story. This wouldn't have been a story. If all of this information was in this story, average person would have read it and went, well, of course he quit. Why wouldn't you quit? If you were that close to Obama and Ben Rhodes and you're giving $5,000 to Hillary Clinton's campaign, why would you work for Donald Trump? Why, why would you work for Donald Trump? This is way beyond being just a patriot. Because you're not just a patriot. You're a partisan. You're, 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 <laughs> you, you might have been a patriot, so to speak, um, when you worked for Bush. But over the years... You became so intertwined with Obama, the Democrats, that it was now past being a patriot. And you're like, I work for the CIA. It doesn't matter who the president is. This is my job. To, well, I'm a Democrat. I'm, I'm with the Democrats. I want Hillary Clinton to win. I want to have... Possibly the role that Ben Rhodes has for Hillary. If I'm under Ben Rhodes, I would love to have Ben Rhodes's gig. So the average reader would have got all that information, and this wouldn't have been a story. So the way they did it, it became a story. And that's fake news. And here's the kicker. 
the Washington Post did as Tapper and Don Lemon and the rest of these hacks, Chris Azilla, they made a mistake. They corrected the mistake, and then they moved on. They're not fake news. We're not fake news. So let me tell you what Washington Post did. They made a clarification. So under the headline, and this was today, under the headline, I don't think I'd ever leave the CIA, but because of Trump, I quit. Under that, it says clarification. This column should have included a disclosure of donations made by author Edward Price in support of 2016 Democrat presidential nominee Hillary Clinton. In August, Price gave a total of $5,000 to the Clinton campaign and to the Democratic Party. I mean, that's as close to a retraction as you're going to get. They got caught. Now, if the free beacon never outed them, and then it went viral online, Twitter, Facebook, the Washington Post would never put that clarification in. Now, you could play the game of, oh, the, 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 they just made a mistake. They corrected it. All's forgiven. Now, you could play that game, but you know damn well that what they did was on purpose. They got caught. They had to make a correction. This is fake news. This is fake news. When you're putting clarifications out after stories you wrote because everybody online is outing you and saying your story was bunk, your story was misleading, it's fake news. That's what that is, fake news. News. Okay? Fake news. So, wanted to share that with everybody because I thought it was important. It's Rob's Gary. It's Rob's Gary Show. Quick break. Very quick break. Okay? Quick break. All right? Can we have a quick break? Yes or no? <laughs> Let's have a quick break. Uh, and then we'll be right back. <laughs> but I want to say one thing to the American people. I want you to listen to me. I'm going to say this again. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Miss Lewinsky, I never told anybody to lie, not a single time, never. These allegations are false. 
and I need to go back to work for the American people. Thank you. All right, we're back. It's our good friend, uh, Bill Clinton there, talking about, I never had sex with that woman. Now, I got to get back to work. (laughs) I got to get back to work. Oh, God. Hey, guys, don't forget, you can follow us on uh, Twitter. You know that. If you don't know that, you do know it now. And that's at Rob Zaccari Show. At Rob Zaccari Show. Go there um, and and find us. Uh, you could follow us at uh, Facebook. I like uh, – I don't go on Facebook nearly as much as I should. Uh, I'm, I'm busy. I don't go on Facebook as much as I should. I probably only go on there once a week. Now, it updates with our show and things of that nature, but uh, I definitely don't go like I should. But follow us there because it gets updated, so it's not like it's old news and things of that nature. Uh, Spreaker. Find us on Spreaker. Uh, Trust me. You will love old shows, new shows, and, of course, iTunes. Uh, Ugh. You know, we didn't talk about Tuesday. Um, the other um, fake news, or at least the attempted fake news. And I'll tell you, wow, did, did, uh, did the media get destroyed uh, by doing what they <laughs> tried to do? So it's a little old now, but let's... Uh, Let's touch on it just quick. The big rally. And when Trump was talking about uh, immigration issues and he brought up Sweden. And of course, uh, the media started talking terror attacks. And there's no terror attacks in Sweden. And is Trump nuts? Is he cuckoo? Is he crazy? What's wrong with him? (laughs) What's wrong with him? He's nuts. And he never brought up a terror attack in Sweden. All he said was they're having problems. That's it. (laughs) That was it. They're having problems. And the media had a field day. And literally, the next day, there were reports of riots <laughs> and, uh, 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 Jesus Christ, I mean, I, I would say riots aren't even the word for it. Cars on fire. Well, I mean, you know what? It actually, <laughs> if you think about it, uh, it, it looked like uh, uh, a Democrat protest where they go and they they light cars on fire and they and they they burn things. 
But that happened the next day. And to watch the media just – remember, Trump saw it on Tucker Carlson's show. Tucker Carlson had somebody that wrote a book about the situation that's going on in Europe with all the uh, migrants, all the refugees. And it was obvious Trump got some information from there, or at least what he was referencing. So they had a field day. Trump shouldn't be getting his, his information from cable news. Shouldn't be getting his information from cable news. Are you are you kidding me? You guys, he shouldn't be getting his information from the very shows that you all say are honest and trustworthy and 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 are 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 a need for democracy. And you're now saying Trump shouldn't get the information from you guys. <laughs> Okay, but yesterday or the the day it happened, there was like a, a, a a riot. Like, I mean, it was insane, and it broke out. <laughs> it broke out. I mean, it was it, it was it, it was. It was <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and you watch the media just kind of step on themselves. Like, uh, 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 well, okay. Well, wait a minute. Uh, 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 okay, it's not, well, really, it's not, what? Well, no, really, it is. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, yeah, it is. Stupid. So it was like an epic fail uh, by the media. Like I said, I know it's an old story, but hey, we were gone yesterday. All right. And we just throw it out there. I wanted to get it off my desk. Again, uh, more uh, fake news BS. More of the media trying to put in you know why they did that listen you want to know why they instantly played the whole because remember when kellyanne conway did the bowling green massacre and the media jumped on it and that was like a hot story for three days remember it was kellyanne conway talked about something a terror attack that didn't happen. Uh, look at this administration. They're, you know, poisonous. They're, they're, they're Nazis. They're making up things that never happened and blah, blah, blah. You... So when this happened, they figured go with that same narrative. If we could go with that same narrative, then low information voters will 100% get sucked in because they'll go up. Look, there he goes again. There goes Trump. This time it's him lying about terror attacks. They already did it once. Now they're doing it again. Oh, see? Okay. But it blew up in their face because 
there were riots. And Trump never said terror attack. And he even clarified and said, I wasn't talking about a terror attack. Talking about riots. I'm talking about unrest. I'm talking about people acting crazy. Do you understand? So when that happened the next day, the people just, you know, the media, oh, oh my God, we just got, oh no. Oh no. Oh no. Funny stuff. Funny stuff. So, this town hall meeting, I want to uh, touch on this a little. Okay. And, and I'm hoping that Republicans or, or, I guess, get, get, Weak. I guess we could we could say that. And that is this new phenomenon where people are going to these town halls that Republicans are having. Because you know, Congress is on recess. And pitch a fit. Scream, yell, basically act in these town hall meetings like they're acting out on the street in front of Starbucks where they're breaking Starbucks windows. And I'm hoping that Republicans don't get sucked in thinking this is their constituents remember guys if you're a congressman in the 5th district of Louisiana okay let's 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 say that okay or Virginia let's say Virginia say you're Dave Bratt out of Virginia When you ran, you had X amount of people that voted for you and X amount of people that voted for the other person. So at the end of the day, there's not one congressman, not one senator, governor, State legislature, I don't care who it is, that won their district, won their state with 100% of the vote. And for some reason, that keeps getting lost in this town hall protest media frenzy. Because remember, the narrative for the media is. Look at all these Republicans having town hall meetings and all of these people are showing up screaming and yelling and and protesting and they're in big trouble. They're in serious trouble. Look at the unrest. 
when they run for re-election, they're in trouble. No, they're not. How are they in trouble? They had tens of thousands of people that didn't vote for them. You're pointing to 85 people, 100 people, screaming and yelling, carrying on like morons, and saying, look, look at the unrest. How do you figure? They keep showing that video of Mitch McConnell and that woman yelling at him. People are going, look at the... Mitch McConnell ran against a woman. How is that? So you've got video of a woman screaming at Mitch McConnell about what he did to Elizabeth Warren. And the media is having a field day talking about all of this unrest and 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 look what's going on and the republicans are in trouble in 2018 and yet it was mitch mcconnell who ran against a woman and beat her by something like 20 some odd my question is Why is it a big deal that people who didn't vote for Mitch McConnell are showing up at a town hall meeting and yelling at him? How is that a big deal? How is that? An example, again, help me out. How is that an example of unrest? How is that an example of what's to come in 2018? Someone want to help me out? Anyone? Bueller? In 2014, okay, in 2014, McConnell faced uh, Matt Bevin in the Republican primary, okay? And McConnell was 60.2%, okay? He then faced... The Secretary of State, Allison Lundgren Grimes, in the general. He beat her 56.2% to 40.7%. He beat her by almost 16%. It was one of his largest margins of victory, second only to his 2002 margin. He 
He's been a senator since 1990. So, once again, why is it a big deal if a woman stands up at a town hall and screams at Mitch McConnell? How is that... And I will give you the numbers again. Mitch McConnell won with 56.2%. Alison Lundgren Grimes won with 40.7%. So you have town hall meetings. And the people that are yelling at these senators and congressmen are part of the Losing percentages. It's just like the Women's March or these little protests where there's 3,000 people here, 5,000 people here. Let's burn down a Starbucks. Let's burn down a car. And the media goes, oh, look at the opposition to Donald Trump. Oh, look at what are you talking about? The country's divided. Half the country divide, uh, voted for Trump. Half the country voted for Hillary. We're seeing tens of thousands of people, as far as the Women's March, a million women who didn't vote for Trump, along with 60 million-plus other people. This is no movement. This is just a bunch of people who got nothing else better to do. That's it. It's a bunch of people that got nothing else better to do. And some of these town halls are all organized. And I'm not saying all of them. Because you got to mix in people who got nothing better to do. And it's like, hey, instead of going to the movies, instead of going to... To, to Al's diner, go to one of these town halls and we'll just bitch and moan and scream and yell. Yeah, what the hell? Have some beers and have some fun. And then the other half, it's all organized. It's all organized. The Free Beacon's done articles on it. Action Network. That that's one of the organizers. This isn't a big deal. And I'm hoping that Republicans don't get sucked into thinking it's a big deal. Because you know historically Republicans are, are are don't have a backbone. You know that, right? I mean you know that. Listen to me. You know that, right? They don't have a backbone. You you gotta you gotta you gotta understand that. If 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 Ted Cruz ran against Hillary, Hillary would have won. Marco Rubio would have run against Hillary. Hillary would have won. 
The only reason Trump won is because he fought back. That's it. That is 100% it. Republicans don't fight back. They buckle. So I'm hoping that the Republicans now won't get sucked in to, oh, no, the media is telling me that, uh, that the, oh, these are my constituents and, and they're all uh, pissed off at me and they're going to vote me out. No. No. You, 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 rather, it's organized with these groups. Or it's individuals who are bad and, and, and miserable and, and, and just looking to be troublemakers. Or you just legitimately have people that are part of the opposition who want to go and, and, and air their grievances. But at the end of the day, you're always going to have an opposition. It's not the sign of anything. You're always going to have an opposition. All right, it's Rob Scary. It's Rob Scary Show. Listen to me. We're done. We're out of here. You guys are the best. You guys rule. You guys rock. You are uh, the the best audience in the world we'll see you guys tomorrow don't forget the rob zakari show find us on twitter find us on facebook uh, spreaker itunes go there watch us you'll love us you, you 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 won't be able to get enough of us all right we'll see you tomorrow be good be safe and be uh be careful of Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.